I always wanted to help people. Okay. I always had a passion to help people. So, you know, I was always was a good listener. I went to school for psychology from the time I was in high school all the way to my graduate. Um, and, you know, my field changed. At first, I wanted to do child psychology. I went to the school. They was like, it's a more morally rewarding, but you're going to be drained afterwards. And I'm like, I don't want to be a walking zombie. Change. Yeah. IO psychology in, high, in college was crappy, I guess, because of my professor. So it wasn't my ideal. But then I ended up loving it in my master's and then continuing it for my, you know, my PsyD. I think once I became a mom, and, you know, running the businesses that I'm running and, you know, expanding them while I'm also expanding my life. Mental Health Champions, we are back with another show. And today we are going back to my home state, New York, to sit down with Dr. Tori Ellis. I was real excited to see her come across my inbox. She has a lot to share. And trust me, as you're going through this journey, you're going to be very, very convinced to learn more about her, schedule a call with her, because she is the mom behind the business. Tori, <laughs> thank you so much for joining a mental health break. Thank you for having me. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing a lot better now. I've been excited and looking forward to this conversation because of the passion she's going to bring on to the show today. She's a serial entrepreneur, as I mentioned, and a new mom. But for today, we're talking about mental health. And she's a doctor of human and organizational psychology. A mm -hmm. lot of experiencing a lot of experience, excuse me, navigating balance at home and work. And she wants to bring all her vulnerability, the highs, the lows, and all the tools to navigate the terrain she's been on with transparency to create a lasting change. And I love that. I really appreciate you again, having the courage to share your story. Before we get going, got a quick shout out for our show partner, Tampa Counseling and Wellness. All the great work Dr. Carlos Garcia and his team do there. Be sure to head to tampacw.com if you are looking like you need someone to talk to. Remember, you're not alone. Tori is going to help remind us today that we are not alone. But Tori, mm -hmm. I'd like to ask you from wherever you feel comfortable, share your mental health story. Um, The journey for that definitely started, I want to say, in the end of high school going into college. And, you know, going through those transitions, it's a lot. You know, you have a new um, environment that you're in. You're immersed into a different school, different people, and then, you know, different expectations. So once you have all that stuff that happened, it's definitely, you know, really difficult and hard to, to navigate. One of the things for sure was that I'm an A student and I'm going into this new arena. And my first semester was hard of being away from family, you know, definitely being young there too, because I just turned 17. So, my grades took a, an effect and seeing a C and D for the first time in my life hit home. <laughs> okay. So the depression kicked in, the anxiety kicked in because I'm so used to over excelling and, you know, my mental health took a turn having, you know, that unfamiliar and not being secure in yourself. And then now trying to navigate that it was difficult, but then health issues started to take a place for me too, my sophomore year. And, you know, what was, I considered I'm supposed to be a woman and, you know, the functions of a woman is not happening because I had womb issues. It was taking effect on my mental health too. So the depression was really big. 
the pain I was in was, you know, unmeasurable and going to doctors and doctors not being able to diagnose or understand what I'm feeling and then saying, you know, it's all in your head. It's putting more on you now, you know, so that mental health is definitely deteriorating. You're not having the support. You're not having, you know, that belief system and you have to push extra hard. So how do you learn how to advocate for yourself? And instead of, you know, having the support system within the medical field, I started going to a mental, I started going to a counselor, a school counselor, and then they put me on antidepressants. So now my whole world's upside down, a little bit more sluggish, not feeling secure in myself, not feeling worthy, and then having those mental health issues that are really taking a toll. And, you know, with the with my family, I feel like that's when they, my mom realized something was wrong and they came up to school <laughs> and definitely removed all the medication and put me on a big detox. But I had to make tough decisions because now um, if I wanted to do a five-year program for psychology, my mom gave me an ultimatum, finish school four years, come home, take care of your mental health, or you take a year off and then you come back to school, you do your five-year program. So instead of stopping, I decided to go straight forward with my four years and then come home. And I wanted to do mental health counseling, but then, you know, that wasn't in the books anymore. So now I have to find something else. And still battling with health issues, battling with, you know, depression, battling with this anxiety, and that's still going unrecognized. Or, you know, it's, it's she'll be fine instead of there's something really going on and she doesn't know how to cope. It was a lot. So I think it was within me finding too and understanding what was going on with me, me starting to understand how to help my body in a more holistic way where the pain wasn't being done on the antidepressants. And then at some point in time, because the pain was so severe, they put me on a pain management, which means my intake for my pain subscription was a morphine tablet and an ibuprofen 800 in the morning. And again, the same regimen at night. So you're walking in a numb state. And I was on that for like a a year and a half. And then I'm a PE teacher at the time, you know, I'm having, you know, surgeries on, you know, my womb area. And it's just a lot to take in, but, you know, going the holistic route, you know, starting to meditate, starting to, you know, eat differently and change my diet, but then started to put those affirmations and, you know, those healthy thoughts and those healthy, you know, talks with myself helped change my mental state. And that's how I was able to, you know, clean myself out of all of those harsh medications, go more green. And sometimes in essence, literally more green (laughs) until I was able to get off. And um, yeah, I changed, changed, changed my life, changed trajectory for real. Well, thank you for sharing all that. I, I can relate where after my accident, I was hit by a drunk driver. I was woke up out of a coma a week later. I had all these things, oh. but I was placed on all these medications. Again, found myself in this state where I was maybe two years into them, three years in. I said, you know, if I don't find a way off these now, this is going to be a lifelong dependency. Mm-hmm. And I found myself living, you know, in the fog, the numb. So I can certainly relate to that. Um, I really appreciate you sharing here how you went from an A student to sharing your C's, the challenges you had when moving away. So if there's any listeners out here getting ready to go to college, all of these things, you are not alone, all mm-hmm. these things. This is a great resource 
to help you. She has discovery calls to let anyone know they're not alone. Where can we get in touch with you if someone out here is listening and they they want to chat? So with my transformational life and business coaching, it's either life or business. We're here to definitely get you aligned. So you can definitely go to my website, thesoundofbusiness.org, and go to my services and book a call with me. The one that you would do, it would if you're not a mom, the one you would do would definitely be um, the transformational coaching. So you just click on that link and we can definitely book a, book a discovery call and let's see if we vibe, see if we fit, and let's see how we can get you on the path that is, you know, going to unlock the unique talents and, you know, the uniqueness within you so you can succeed. I love that. Well, I want to backtrack. You said the moms, you have your mom's program, program for moms. Mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of mental health challenges with being a mother, of course, not firsthand, but I've had um, moms have the courage to come. I think my most played episode actually on this show is my friend Gabby, who the title is I had a baby during COVID. So and and then I had another one come on. We really focus on the fourth trimester. That's something, especially as a man, certainly don't know it exists. What Mm -hmm. were some of the mental health challenges you experienced with maybe early motherhood to help out Mm -hmm. other mothers that are listening on today? Well, just like your friend Gabby, I had a baby during COVID. (laughs) So, you know, going to those doctor appointments by yourself. And um, I was a high risk pregnancy as well. So, you know, they counted me out from having kids at 19. Um, When I was pregnant, they didn't think that she would be able to, you know, make it into Earthside, but thank God she did. Amazing. But outside of that, um, you know, having those those challenges, I was going to doctor's appointments twice a week. Um, I was going by myself. So having to, again, advocate for myself um, and then going through those ups and down motions, you know, uh, the placenta was detaching, the cord was prelapsed, like, and they didn't know what was going on too. I had doctors tell me everything's fine, even though I'm in pain. And, you know, having to really, you know, set a tone like hey I'm not okay like no I'm not okay and and push that forth was big um and then with her coming here too I had to have a c-section so it wasn't like my plan of doing a natural birth was in the cards so everything that I wanted to do naturally for myself and for her um I have a daughter everything I want to do naturally for her and myself we had to go out the window so I had to mourn that you know my choice wasn't my choice it was now what they thought was best. And then because I've had a car accident, I got hit um on my way to work from behind from a truck coming uphill. I had a fractured spine. So I had to get back surgery literally the year before I, I got pregnant. I couldn't do the typical epidural in the back. So they had to put me to sleep oh when I woke gosh. up. Yes. I remember just going to sleep on the table, seeing the light, count to 10, knocked out. By the time I woke up, I had a baby next to me. So having to go through that shift and that reality change, it was very, very different, you know? Um, And the healing process of a cesarean section, they don't say it enough, but it's a a major surgery. Oh, sure. Yeah, they don't say it enough. It's a major surgery. And on top of that too, they don't give you the resources to help you heal from that. So you go home and you got to do that yourself instead of, hey, you need to go to physical therapy, you know? Because you're it's your abdomen. It's all those muscles. So you have to do things differently. You have to be a little bit more gentle. And then now you have a new human being that you have to take care of. It's a whole lot to take in. And that fourth trimester, it changes the game. And most people don't realize that postpartum can go up to seven years. It's not even just a couple months. It can be a seven-year journey. You take every seven years biologically standing, they say that your cells regenerate. So 
according to yourselves, you are not the same person from seven years ago. But if you want to think on a mental state or a mindset state, you're not the same person that you was probably even a month ago, probably even five minutes ago, because life can take a turn and it can change your perspective or turn your life upside down. So all these things play a part. And when you have these emotions as a new mom, you have these emotions of now trying to figure out who you are just outside of your typical, because again, you have to mourn a life that you used to have that is right. not going to be the same anymore. Your priorities have changed. Your focus now is this little human being that you have to raise. So maybe if you was outside and hanging out all the time, have time for your friends, you don't. So you start to see your friendships change. You know, people who used to be really close with you before are not so close because they can't relate. So you're you're getting into other different mom groups. But then, you know, and I'm just talking about on a mom's side of things. Yeah. But there's a whole dad side of things, <laughs> you know, like that that shift happens with them, too. And sometimes, you know, we focus on the moms a lot, but even on the dad's part, yeah, the dads don't go through the nine months. So they're not seeing those changes right away. And then now, sometimes, too, we have that, you know, expectation, like, I'm pregnant, you have to understand what's going on, and they don't get it, <laughs> you know? So it's not a, a, a equal understanding. Right. But then their their life changes, too, drastically. And probably all the attention that they was getting from mom before, mom can't give them now, you know? And then they have that that need of, I have to protect, I have to provide. And if things are not in a stable sense, then they can go through a depressive state. They can go through those changes or they're working more. So it's a whole to do on both sides with everybody and no one talks about it enough for sure. Thank you for shedding a lot more light on it and a lot more awareness on that. Being a mom can't be easy. So all the moms out there, keep doing what you do best. Everybody appreciates all the work you do. But now, did you always want to get involved with moms after you had a baby? Mm -hmm. Was this something you had your heart set on or did as a child? What what led you to this career path? Um, I always wanted to help people. Okay. I always had a passion to help people. So, you know, I was always was a good listener. I went to school for psychology from the time I was in high school all the way to my graduate. Um, and, you know, my field changed. At first, I wanted to do child psychology. I went to the school. They was like, it's more morally rewarding, but you're going to be drained afterwards. And I'm like, I don't want to be a walking zombie. Change. Yeah. I.O. psychology in, high, in college was crappy, I guess, because of my professor. So it wasn't my ideal. But then I ended up loving it in my master's and then continuing it for my, you know, my PsyD. I think once I became a mom, and, you know, running the businesses that I'm running and, you know, expanding them while I'm also expanding my life with a new child and, you know, having the two expansions happening at the same time. It was definitely like, you know, this is not easy. And your support system has to be very strong. You know, your mindset has to be very strong. And within those times, it was like, I have a new passion to help those who are in my 
position or who have been in my position, even those moms who are now transitioning out of the nine to five or those moms who, I'm sorry, I'm at a school right now because I do <laughs> youth hey, work as well. But, it's all right. It's all right. Um, even if you have, you know, the moms transitioning who are from stay at home moms or they're coming from, you know, being an empty nester. So now their babies have left home. They're going through transitions too. So I, we as moms, we need the, that support because every transition is different, but every transition can make you feel very similar. Unsure, you know, the stability level is going to change, you know, uncertain about yourself and like, you know, what's your next steps? But then, you know, will I be able to do it? That mom guilt could kick in, you know, um, am I enough? Am, am I Am I doing what I, I want to do and not feel selfish for doing it for me so that way I can be able to to be better for myself, to be to be able to be better for everybody else? I'm it's gonna those conversations. That where you can't, I don't remember who first said it on the show, it's been said a few times, but we can't help other people and fill others' cups if we don't actually take care of ourselves. And that's not in a self-centered exactly. or a selfish way. It's like, okay, did we do the have we taken care of the minimum for ourselves at right. least? Because I mean, that can even go back to, you know, sleep. Did I get enough sleep yep. last night? Did, did I eat enough today? Did I take yep. a walk for myself? Did I listen to my favorite song? You yep. name it. Mental health, of course, looks different for everyone. I mm -hmm. always stress that today. We've gotten a lot of great tips and tools for success. But before I let her go, I'm going to ask for some more mental health tips here. Mm -hmm. When you were younger and you were battling some of this adversity, these first right. mental health challenges, what are some things that helped make the day a little sunnier on those really tough days. What are some things you did to improve your mental health? If there's anyone out here listening today, going through those tough times. Music, music. And you probably would see it in my first book, um, The Sound of Business, Seeing Entrepreneurship Through Hip Hop. Music was big. You know, with every bit of music, you can have every emotion you can range from. You have the breakup song that you can listen to. You have the hype up music for if you're going to work out. You have the mellow music for when you need to calm down. It's different music out there that can help with your mood, help with the state that you're in. And music was definitely a part of it for me. So my music was my driving force. If I wasn't feeling good, listen to some music. And then however that made me feel, whatever that led me to do next, if that was to create, to draw, to write, you know, to to go work out, do it. So one of the cool things about me. music is um, maybe you can relate like certain songs you could place yourself somewhere else or like with a friend this last yeah. weekend in Tampa, as we're recording this, we have our Gasparilla holiday, which is like our Mardi Gras essentially mm -hmm. like, but it's, I mean, I'm past the age of like, where we're at the parade and stuff, but you get together with your friends that just reminiscing, talking about these songs. And that's what came up a lot this weekend with certain songs from when we were back in school, like, thinking where we were. So I love the music recommendation. I love everything you brought to the show today. Really thankful that you took the time to reach out because I have a feeling we're going to be seeing her again soon. We heard about her book. So after the show, I'm going to offer her a writing with authors interview. It's a YouTube series. It's not as popular as this, but it's a lot of fun because it's a all video show where I get to bring on writers of any published work to inspire listeners on that front. Today, mm -hmm. we worked on our mental health on YouTube, we work on our writing skills because for me, writing is very therapeutic. I mm -hmm. mean, it's something that always has similar to you, how you give back through your experiences of what you've gone through. Now 
this is what's come natural to me, helping others write books, helping others with podcasts. And I'm just mm -hmm. loving it. Like I get to see your smile here. I know I've asked a few times today, but I'm going to ask one more time as we sign off. Where can we find you online? Where can we book a call to say hello? All things Dr. Ellis. The announcements are coming on as I'm in the school. So um, <laughs> real life, right? Um, you can find me on my Instagram where you find the work-life balance. Um, you'll see me always underscore Dr. Tori with two eyes. You can also see me at thesoundofbusiness.org. Book a discovery call with me. Let's see if we connect and we mesh. And on my LinkedIn, toriellis.psy.d. And look me up. I'm there. I'm all places. All right, Tori. Well, thank you so much again for taking the time to join our community of mental health champions. Everyone out there, remember you are not alone. The show is at a mental health break podcast on Instagram and at a mental health break everywhere else because we got locked out and good old Instagram will not let you back in sometimes. But on YouTube, we're at Vincent A. Lancey. Throw me a subscribe there because you will see the video content from today's show a week or two after it's released to keep everybody fresh on all things Tori. And with that, I am at Vincent A. Lancey on all other social media. If you want to work with me, Further, reach out to the team, info at vincentalancy.com for a discovery call for a book or a podcast coaching. But with that, we are signing off today from Brooklyn, New York, out to Tampa Bay. Thank you so much, Tori. Thank you for having me and thank you for this platform. You're awesome. Keep doing the work that you're doing, man. Thank you. <laughs>